Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Everybody, happy Thursday. Today on the radio show, Dan Devine's going to join us. Dan Devine. Can't wait to talk to him. Man, give a call. Two weeks ago, was it, Jeffrey? I asked him about his uh, ballot for Defensive Player of the Year and uh, in the NBA. And and uh, he acted like it was like I'd, you know... Asked him some deeply controversial question. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks ago, yes. And uh, and it's partly because he gets pounded, I think, for his choices, right? People, it, I I just never would. Yes, particularly if on someone the line. didn't yeah. didn't vote for my favored candidate. It's not that big a deal to me. Oh yeah, no. If you have a difference of opinion, it's just not that big a deal to me. Even if I think you cast the wrong vote and don't vote Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive Player of the Year, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like, like I, he's an awesome player. He's a grizzly and whatever. I like him. To, I like good things to happen for Jaron. But you know, uh, if, if you have a reasonable argument, now as it happens, since then we have learned because Dan has written. Now, at this point, multiple pieces about it, which you can read. Uh, he has, in fact, voted for uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. for Defensive Player of the Year, so that's good. I think also another part of his hesitation, you're kind of like this too. When you haven't... When you haven't thought about it you fully. Yeah, and yeah. clearly uh, he had too, not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not. There are people who have hot takes on every... Have fully formed hot takes on everything, and, and that is not me. So um, he also now has voted for his... All NBA team. 
And uh, you know who is not on his All-NBA team? John Morant. John Morant. You know who is not on Zach Lowe's All-NBA team? John Morant. John Morant. I really do believe that John Morant, it's pretty clear, cost himself $40 bucks by... That was extra. Like, however much money you saw on the floor and the pictures in the New York Post at the strip joint, sure, pales. Now, maybe he wouldn't have made all the NBA anyway. There's yeah. that argument. But this is this in Zach Lowe's. I'll just say this. Yep. On the floor, Morant was not quite as good as those guys, so may not have voted for him anyway. Yeah. I and then he said, "Oh, but he said off the floor, he threw the team into turmoil." Yeah. Part of Zach Lowe's reason for not making uh, Ja all NBA was, quote, off the floor, he threw his team into turmoil. Let me ask you this. If you would otherwise put him in, it, uh, I'm stipulating that, you would otherwise, maybe it's borderline, but but for that, you would have otherwise made him all NBA. Okay? This hypothetical person. Okay. Is it legitimate to say, you know what? Off the floor, he threw this team into turmoil, and so in a close race, I'm going to give it to the other guy. Yeah, I think that's legitimate. I think it is too. Like, if it's you know, it's it's you're not coming down morally and punishing him for something. Oh, I can't believe this, this, this. But in the end, you're looking at someone's impact on a season. Sure, and that is part of his impact on the season. Sure. I mean, to me, like that's. I think what's gotten left out of the, the discussion is what you just point out. The biggest question was: Was he going to get it before March the fourth? Right. Well, and that, that it was that's not a, clear. That is a, Right, but I do believe. Yeah, and then you left it up to the judges. Absolutely, it may have been a coin flip at that moment, but when you're you are sifting between all these potentially good candidates, and you have this one candidate who essentially, arguably, took himself out of the running, that makes it easy. We'll just put you over here, and now I only have to now I only have to you know choose between these other candidates. Yeah, I think that happened on a lot. I think. It, I, I'm not saying he would have made it otherwise. I'm saying it made it easier, easy for people to to say, yeah, no, he threw his team into turmoil. Yeah, it gave you the, it gave you the cop out. Yeah, if if you, but I think the biggest thing that hurt Ja this year was there were more candidates. Oh this no, they're, they're, year, they're, I felt again, like, like I, I totally agree. Yeah, you can make an argument he would have made it anyway. You can make his argument his shooting hurt him. Yep, you, there's uh, there's plenty of basketball arguments one way or the other. But I think it's inarguable that in this world, and by the way, this is both of those people, Zach Lowe and Dan Devine, they left him out even though they didn't call Luca a guard. For both of them, they called, and it was the same six guards they picked. For both of them, they called Luca a forward. For Zach Lowe, it was Shea Gilgis Alexander and Donovan Mitchell, Steph and Drew Holiday, that's the second team, and Lillard and Fox was the third team. And then, and again, that's making Luke, Luca, the, uh, a forward, and they still left him out. So, it's kind of incredible, isn't it? Forty million bucks, and we talked to Chris about this. The Grizzlies would never even give the slightest hint that they think that's a good thing. Sure. Why would they? Who knows what the, you know? You're you're trying to foster a deep and wonderful relationship with your star. You can argue that just for financial flexibility purposes, paying Ja a little less is a good thing. 
Oh, 100%. Is there a, 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 in terms of Ja, when he was asked about this, what he was thinking about, um, and again, to his immense credit, I don't think Ja came back thinking about this. I think his priority was fitting in and being a better person and all of those things. I 100% believe that. Not 100%, but I tend to believe that. Um, uh, if you had $200 million contract, and if you had a shoe deal, and if you had, what's happened? I don't know if the power aid thing is on hold or what's happening, but if you had all this other stuff, how much would you care about $40 million? Again, I don't think it's the $40 million. It's the I ego. Th- I think it's NBA. the ego. Well, but then he could be all NBA next year. It won't get the $40 no, million. I, dollars. I, don't, I don't think it's the ego of all it's NBA. The e- it's the ego. Yeah. I'm super, the Supermax. Yeah. It's the ego of the Supermax. Yes. Wouldn't it be great to have so much money that that the only meaning of missing the forty million dollars or the main meaning of missing forty million dollars would be ego? Yeah, bloody ego. Not the forty million dollars. Yes. Speaking of which, it's occasionally it's good. uh, Today, I don't know if I mentioned this. Today on the radio show, Dan Devine. That's where I got on that. Dan Devine is going to be here in the next segment. Chris Harrington is going to join us straight up at ten o'clock, and then we're going to play writer than write trivia. Sadly, we were not able to play last week because that's when the Washington Post story broke. And I ended up reading from the Washington Post story the latest on the John Morant stuff uh, or the least deeper details on the John Morant stuff. And so we were not able to play. Uh, Jeffrey, what are we giving away today? Jeff, we got another double prize today. So we will be giving away four tickets to the South Haven Spring Fest. It's at Bank Plus Amphitheater next week, next April week. the 20th. Better Than Ezra with Sister Hazel. Also, Ingram Hill will be performing as well. And how many? Uh, how Four many? tickets there. And then we will also be giving away two tickets to go see 901 Wrestling Saturday morning live at Black Lodge. So you'll be getting two tickets to that. Sarita will tell you more about that when he joins us. <sighs> okay. Uh, by the way, the uh, and many thanks to Kevin Cerrito, who was who was gracious enough to step aside last week, given the breaking nature of the news, uh, so we uh, so we could get to that, and we are grateful that Writer Than Write Trivia uh, will be back today. Just to confirm, I like to confirm what every once in a while, Jeffrey, that I am still a man of the people. Uh, you know, I grew up, as you know, public school kid, on a farm. Really salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I was, this was the help to confirm it to me last night because I was invited to dinner last night at the Memphis Country Club, the snazziest, fanciest, most exclusive country club in town. Jeff, right? you don't even say Memphis. It's just the country at club. The, I'm sorry. I was invited mm-hmm. at the country club. And it was going to sorry, be there at 6 30. At six, it's like the championship, right? Like, Correct. The, it's like the championship. It's like uh, the Ohio, whatever. So um, I was, and at 6.30, I was supposed to be outside on the patio at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Then I get the following text. This was two days ago, my invitation. Change. We will be eating inside at 19.05. I will be looking for you. So I think to myself, huh, there's a change. Must not have been a patio at 6.30. Instead, going to be eating inside at 19.05. Mm-hmm. That's military time. That's 7.05. Kind of an odd time for dinner. But I said, all right, fine. It's not fine. military time, Jeff. I, it's a date. I, I figured this out. Mm-hmm. I figured this out. So I said, I'll see you there. Yeah. 
I'll see you there. And so 6.30 rolls around the first time when I was supposed to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I get a text saying, uh, we're out in the whatever, we're waiting. I said, what have you, I thought you said we're going to be eating at 19.05. That's mm-hmm. 7.05. I'm, I know this is a little odd that the guy switched to military time, but I'm supposed to be there at 7.05. Mm-hmm. It turns out, as you know, because you're not a man of the people like I am. Absolutely. I'm it more turns, of a man of the people than you are. It turns out that 1905 is the name of the damn restaurant inside the country club. I will defend and you. And that's because 1905, it was started in 1905. I will defend you on this. As someone who has friends that are also members at uh-huh. Memphis Country Club, you can't do the, oh, meet us at 1905. What the hell is that? Like you guys- well, particularly because here's the point. The text to me said change. So I thought it meant a time change. Sure. That's, it didn't just say, hey, we're going to be eating in 1905. It said change. So I'm like, oh, change. No longer 630. We're going to be eating in 1905. No. And here's what it should have said. Change. Here, we're going to be eating at the room. They call it 1905. Like, it has to say, like, you have to distinguish that 1905 is a new I'm location. A I just came yes. in off the turnip truck. I'm, I'm, defi- I'm defending you there. Anyway, all right. Uh, I, I go through the lineup. Yeah, it's Dan Devine, Chris Harrington, and then uh, and then writer then write trivia. We did have more NBA games uh, last night uh, as the Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the New Orleans Pelicans and the Chicago Bulls defeated the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Bulls Raptors. 109-105. That's a that's a tough one for Toronto, don't you think? No, I think a they 19 got, point lead. Yeah, I think they got what they wanted. I don't think that that was Oh, I, as a team. Yeah. We've discussed this. Yeah. They just decided at the trade deadline when they were not accepting actual offers for OG on Adobe or whatever. They said, We see the team as a dysfunctional mess. We like it that way. Yeah. And onward they went. Yes. And uh, a, a Tiger-esque free-throw shooting performance, mm-hmm. 18 of 30. <laughs> Holy crap. Free throws by Toronto. Some people were crediting DeMar DeRozan's daughter uh, for her. She color. stole the show. She certainly stole the show. Um, and uh, that's your first 10 seed to beat a nine. Became the first 10 seed to beat a nine from 19 down. Zach Levine was uh, spectacular in the second half, 30 of 39 of his 39 points in the second half. And so now you've got the Bulls going to the Heat. That's a curious one. Like, the Heat will be favored, but they were so freaking awful against Atlanta. Well, and they look so dysfunctional, And that's another too. team that yeah. looks like, yeah, we'd just as rather be gone fishing. Yep. Um, Charles Barkley said about the Eastern Conference playoffs, I don't know why you're going to be watching. Mm-hmm. It is an odd thing for a guy who's on the TV broadcast to say. Mm-hmm. But in the first round, there is an element of truth to that, right? I mean, you can watch for all kinds of reasons. You can watch because you want to watch Zach Levine score 39 points. Like, whatever. There there are reasons to watch, but... There's nothing else on. But not particularly (laughs) compelling. The East is not, in the first round, particularly compelling. Yeah, it's. I think it's... The Knicks and Cavs. I mean, I think that'll be the best series, but do you feel like either one of those teams is going to be a real threat? 
no, but you curious. But yes, that could be a fun series one to watch. Has the, one has the sort of the whole New York thing going yeah. for it, and one has the up-and-coming Cleveland Cavs thing going for and, it. But it's and, just like that That will be a – it's fun to watch competitive basketball. Right. That that would be the sell on that. And then the other one, uh, Oklahoma City will be playing at Minnesota because Oklahoma City beat the Pelicans 123-118. to Three players combining for 90 points. Yeah, expected maybe Shea Gilgis Alexander to do what he did, but Josh Giddy was tremendous. And uh and our man Dort with twenty seven. Lou Dort, baby. Uh, Lou Dort with twenty seven. And so New Orleans, terribly disappointing on the on the on 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 the part of New Orleans. New Orleans is uh done for the year. Oklahoma City, very promising year. No Chet Holmgren and still make the playoffs. Um, you did wonder at what point they were going to say, all right, let's start winning, and it seems to be now. But the subtext to all of this is Zion, who 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 spoke and basically implied that he was healthy, but he didn't want to play, wasn't going to play until Zion could be Zion. Correct. So he felt like Zion. I am not going to play until I feel like Zion. Yes. Also. Me too. My, even the current version of Zion. I, I probably like to feel like that. But um, so won't play until can be Zion. And so do you do you blame Zion? Do you think Zion should have said all for one, one for all, I'm there to give whatever I have to give? So I kind of go back and forth on this. The fact that it's a hamstring, the fact that it's a hamstring, like there's, it's a very different thing. Like if you're dealing with ligaments, like whatnot. If you're dealing with just some pain, a, bro- uh, a cracked rib, it's a muscle. I think you should give it a go. Because essentially, when you but were here, can't you? When you were here, tweak it again and set yourself back for okay, another. Okay, but the, that's fun. It's a, it's a. This is the end of the season. Like, right. Give it a go. Like essentially, the problem that I had with his answer was his answer. Basically, you could you could translate it as this: Yeah, I'm cleared, but they're paying me anyway. Well, let me ask you this: Speaking of what you can translate something as, um, C.J. McCollum is going to have surgery evidently this summer, and he talked about his own situation. And I would ask you this: Was this a subtle? hidden shot at Zion, or is it just CJ explaining his view of life? Here it is. Yeah, I think throughout my career, I've always been the type of player to to do whatever it takes to help the team. Um, I could have took the easy way out and got surgery and sat and watched, but uh, I'm not that type of person, not that type of player. Even though it affected my performance, some nights I never made excuses. I just go compete and do the best that I can, and um, I always try to lead by example. So... The obvious answer would be to say yes. And I'm sure there might be, you know, this is right after a loss. I'm sure there's probably feelings of that. The only hesitation that I have is Zion's injury is not whether or not, like, he went to go have surgery. It's a hamstring pull. And so CJ specifically mentions, like, I could have gone and had surgery, shut it down. Well, that really wasn't the option for Zion, but I think – I think embedded in that answer is frustration that other people didn't make the same. I mean, there's a sentence. He had a sentence in there. I'm I've always led. I've done my career is I'll do whatever it takes to win. Yep. 
it is amazing looking back on that draft night because wherever you are sitting out there, you can't tell me you would have taken Ja over Zion. No. I don't believe you. 30 out of 30 teams would have taken Everyone would have yeah. taken Zion, just as everyone would have taken Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. Yeah. And, and that's the way it went, and it wasn't a mistake for Portland. It was Portland, wasn't it, to take Greg Oden over Kevin Durant? I don't even remember anymore. But um, it's, it's what every team would have done. We saw the celebration uh, from the sales ticket staff in New Orleans just going crazy. And here in Memphis, people also celebrated. When, when, when the Grizzlies got number two, when Elliot Perry, let's be honest, personally delivered us number two, uh, everyone celebrated because, like, either way, you're going to get a great player. And the Grizzlies were, you know, supposed to come into that night. I think was it seventh. Yeah. They had like the se- eighth yes. or seventh. It was so it was, it was such a, it was a great, great moment. Yeah. And you knew there was, and you knew there was a divide between two and three. Right. So they got into the top three, and everyone there was incredible expectations for Ja, but no one would have taken Ja over Zion. Not a single NBA team, no. and the Grizzlies wouldn't have either. Zion was a phenomenon. And by the way, when he has played. He's been awesome. He's been awesome. He is averaging over the course of his career 25.8 points a game, 60% shooting. Like he is he is a freight train. He is awesome. But my God, how lucky the Grizzlies are that it went the way that it went. And you do wonder what does New Orleans do now? I mean, you just and, and is part of Zion's reluctance to play is it just sort of Ben Simmons craziness now? Is it and truly just an interest in his health or uh, whatever? Or is it is some of it directed at New Orleans and the franchise and the city and all of that? I think it depends on who you believe. Um, I mean, there's reports out there that Team Zion is very difficult to deal with. And I mean, if you believe Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless says that they're unhappy with New Orleans. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't turn to him for my inside scoopage on the NBA. Yeah, and I mean that could also that could be the same thing. Like team team Zion is not thrilled, but I mean to me like if you're the Pelicans, you're in the position where you have to just pray to God that it works. That's what I think. You can't like I don't know. I don't you, at this point you're not getting at anything meaningful or franchise changing. Um, this is not the time him. to sell. Yeah. And so I think you just have to go ahead and, and pray that it works. All right. Uh, back to the Grizzlies. Uh, we did get the schedule. And as LeBron requested, two games, two days between every game. Uh, and so, uh, so they will play Sunday. And then they will play Wednesday. And then they will play Saturday. And then they will. When's the next one? So, I think it's Monday. And then it's and, and then, then it's, Wednesday. And then it's Monday. And then it's yes. And uh, and then of course, provided there will be a game five, and I think everybody believes that there will be a game five in this series, that created a a little stir yesterday because Lizzo, Lizzo is scheduled uh, to play was was scheduled April twenty sixth to be here next on Wednesday. April twenty sixth. And that's when the Grizzlies, when game five would have been, uh, would have been 
And so what they did is they moved it to April 24th. They moved the Lizzo concert. And what happens here? This wasn't sprung on the Grizzlies. It wasn't sprung on Lizzo. They know they're going to be in the playoffs. And so what you do is you come up with a date. And the date they originally came up with was April 26th. But then you have alternate dates in mind if the playoffs happen to get scheduled. And Lizzo's in St. Louis on April 25th. And so they're moving Lizzo to April 24th in Memphis. And then she'll head on off to St. Louis on the 25th. And the Grizzlies will play, I presume, their game on the 26th. Yeah, so this isn't something that we're used to dealing with. This is something that it, happens. It's something that, that happens all the time. Correct. When people book arenas. Because yes. you have to book um, concerts so far in advance. And this, this you know, I looked it up yesterday. Like In Toronto, there had been concerts that had been moved a couple of years ago. In Washington, there was a Lady you, Gaga show that If you have Lizzo tickets. Yeah. And let's say, you know, some people... Let's say it's Bruce tickets, right, or whatever. People fly in. Very maybe maybe they fly in. Maybe they fly in to see Lizzo or Taylor Swift. I'm just whatever. I guess people would fly, might fly it into Memphis. If you have travel plans connected with it and whatever else, and you can't go on the alternate date, do you get your money back? Yeah, I believe you get refunded. I think you get your money back, but you get you you might have all these. I mean, we, we associated expenses. We, we talked about it. We talked about it yesterday. It's like. I don't know. The last time I bought tickets, did you ever read the fine print? You know, like no, yeah, no, sure, no, I'm, I'm fine sure, print of tickets. Yes, uh, right. And you, you're a trained lawyer, and you don't read it. So I know I don't read it. I'm sure it says one way or another, but typically what they do is they would refund you in the event of a, of a date change. Um, but you're right. There's obviously some. If you're someone that's coming in, you know. The hotel room on Wednesday night does you no good. Grizzlies practice today, and so we will hear from some of the Grizzlies today. And uh, I'd ask you this. I think we all agree. Who is the most important Grizzly in this series? We'd say Jaron Jackson Jr., right? Yeah. And what does important mean in that sense? What does important mean is because there's no one else who does what he does, whereas someone else can go off and hit a bunch of three-pointers. It can be Dez, it can be Luke Kennard, someone else can score a bunch of points. It can be Tyus could have a great game sure. if Ja doesn't have a great game. I'm not saying all these players are important, right? But who is the most important Grizzly? Yes, I'm with you. It's, it's Jared. Jared. Yes. Particularly given the front court depth. So that's an easy question, yeah. right? Particularly given the front court depth. Exactly right. So the question that I think is, that I would ask that I'm not sh- as, as certain of the answer for is, what grizzly is their most their most pressure on, or for whom for whom? Yeah. What grizzly is this the most important series? Not not important for them to. Not who's most for them personally, yeah. their career, their legacy. Who does this matter most to? So I thought about this yesterday too. I think I'm going to go with my answer. And there's only three choices, right? There's three. Ja, I mean, it matters Dylan. a lot to Luke if he can whatever. It matters a lot to all of them, right? right. It matters if David Roddy can explode on the scene. Anyone who's really successful or really unsuccessful, it will have some impact on their career. But we're really talking about Ja, Jaron, and Dylan, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. And to me, I put Jaron in a separate category because Jaron really only has to prove one thing. It's stay on the floor. I, and, and you're saying... He only has to prove one thing because you know 
that he will, if he stays on, deliver at both ends. Chris has pointed out he has never had a playoff. Mm-hmm. Like last year, he was very good defensively in the offense playoffs. Offense was a mess. But his offense was a mess. And so all we heard yep. was after the season, it was, well, Jaron's yeah, got a, he's got this big book got, of stuff he's going to work on this summer. He's got the, all we heard about was the binder. Yeah. And so – and it's because he was it was a throwback to Mitt Romney. He was not effective offensively. Mm-hmm. And so with Jaron, the argument for it to be most important for Jaron is I'll make the argument for Jaron. Mm-hmm. Dylan is what he is. Ja is already a superstar. He may not be an all NBA superstar, but he's already got everything. He's got the contract, he's got the he's got the the shoe deal, he's got like Ja is what he is. Jaron we know Jaron because we've been watching him over the last two months, mm-hmm. but the country doesn't know Jaron. And Jaron actually hasn't proven that he can do it on this playoff stage yet. No, it's the hello world moment. It's the hello for, for it. Exactly. So for him, it's the hello world moment. And that's why it matters hugely to his career. He can vault himself into the everyone's top 15 players, top 20 players list. In the in the in the league next year, heading into next offseason with a with a dominant series against Anthony Davis. Sure. Huge opportunity for him. For Dylan, it's the I am not a clown. Look at me. I am I am one of the best lockdown defenders in the league, and I'm gonna prove it. I thought you were by, gonna get the old testament. By, I am, I am. By going up against LeBron freaking James. And no, I'm not gonna outscore him, but I'm gonna make life hell for him. I'm going to show what I can do, and I am going to, by the way, play efficiently. I am going to be the best damn 3 and D player that you have ever seen in this series against LeBron, and I'm going to do it against maybe the best player who has ever lived. And shut the hell up, Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. It is a moment of redefining himself. And for Ja... Here we are. I began the show with this. Everyone's leaving him off their all-NBA team. Yep. He went from, like, easy first-team all-star by the all-star game to no one's even putting him on their all-NBA team. And all anyone can think about is Ja with the, with the, in the strip club. Mm-hmm. And it is his chance to reclaim his role as the new face of the NBA. He's going to put up 32 points a game escort the Lakers out of the series in five games and it's going to be and so I think I can make a reasonable argument that it for all of them that it is most important yeah which of those do you buy or which do you those do you want to embellish so I'm buying Ja but I'm buying it for a little bit different reason yes Ja has his max deal Ja's shoe deal yeah it's still there but his the promotion of it the rollout Everything was tampered down after the incident. The Powerade deal is on hold. His path back to that type of superstardom is letting the game talk. And Clearly. To, and to me, he has way more at stake than the other two do. He has way more at stake because he has more on the table. Sure. But to me, like, he has more it, at which stake. Is, which is more at stake, though? But which stuff that's not even on the table for you? Like, don't those guys have it more at stake? Because it's not even on the table. Superstardom isn't, they, they can put it on the table. For him, the pile is sitting there on the table, mm-hmm. and all he has to do is be awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's his path back. It is 100% his path back. Yeah. And not only that, 
Now is when people are watching. If he flounders now, oh, it'll the it'll just ramp up. It's gonna he's gonna be destroyed uh-huh. on social media. Hundred percent. I think you're right. The stakes are higher for him because the if if let's let's say the worst thing happens, let's say the worst thing happens with Jaron is he fouls out of or. Is, Two or three of these games, he can't play because of foul trouble, right? Yeah. He's still going to be defensive player of the year. Yeah. No one even thinks he's a complete product now. No, like there is there is runway for Jaron in, and no one's going to, no one need, no one, there's no desire to clown on Jaron. No one's clowning Jaron for any reason. They're mm-hmm. not clowning Jaron. People like Jaron. No, you know, they're agreed. like, so it wouldn't be good for the Grizzlies. And Jaron kind of stays out of the riffraff. Like, yeah, that's another part of it. It would be good for the Grizzlies, but it would be. Dylan. If Dylan flounders, he's going to get crushed, right? He is going to get crushed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably by his own fans, too. Oh, yes, by his own fans, too. But it's just, he is, in terms of scrutiny, he's just at a different level than Ja. Like, he's I mean, at a, a much different level. I, I he's think at, there's a big... He's in the minor leagues in terms of scrutiny. He's he's a bit character on the in, in, the, sure. in the NBA. Yeah. Dylan Brooks is a bit character. 100%. John Morant is a headline character. Yeah. But I think the other big thing that you, like when you break this down, it's like John Dylan do invite the hate. You know? <sighs> I think it's John. I'm, but I'm, I think then, and this is something we touched on yesterday, because it's John. It's the perfect series for Ja. 100%. Perfect. He could not have ordered this. Yes. You're going, because the spotlight is the brightest and the resistance is the flimsiest. Exactly. He can get going downhill. Made the order for Ja. Yeah. I feel pretty good about the Grizzlies. I feel good about the Grizzlies. I I do feel pretty good about the. I think the Grizzlies are going to win this. I think they're yeah. going to. I mean, I'm not. I said this to Gabe. Asked me my pick. Don't people can ask me my picks. I, my picks are ridiculous. I don't. I'm. Don't come to me for picks. I I got no idea. <laughs> but was it chalk with caulk? What what did they do it in the in the yeah? I I I don't. I, I don't. Picks are not my specialty. Mm-hmm. My specialty is showing up late at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wrong one. And the wrong, the wrong time. At the wrong restaurant. Um, but Grizzlies and sex. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, do you know how many teams have advanced from the play-in? The answer is zero. Right to the next round, yeah. gotten to the and then Correct. and then one. Correct. Yeah. When the series, it's different. It feels different this year. It feels like more good teams are. But yeah. All right. We're going to talk to Dan Devine about all this coming up next. Then Chris Harrington. First, I'll tell you, if you missed Wind Down Wednesday yesterday, I got good news for you. There's another Wednesday. Uh, Bounty on Broad has Winds Down Wednesday. Wednesdays come, they come every single week, it turns out. And you can get half price on a bottle of wine, half price on glasses of wine. Sensational selection of wine, by the way. But it's a beautiful restaurant. The bar... Just go sit at the bar, get yourself a split a bottle of wine with someone, and get the fried oysters, and uh, thank me later, or get the pork shank, or get the Brussels, or get the. Well, get, they have a new chef there as well. 
but it's one of my absolute favorite places, Bounty on Broad. And on Wednesdays, the wine, half price. Uh, bottles of wine, half price. Glasses of wine, you can wind down. Or you could go there this weekend and wind down then too. You just won't get the deal. Uh, but it's a beautiful restaurant, and the food is absolutely delicious. Phone number is 410-813-1410-813-1. Broad Avenue. Come back, talk to Dan Devine, then Chris Harrington, it's Jeff Gawkins Show. 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A lot has been made about the Tampa Bay Rays' unreal start. All gamblers know the Rays covered the run line their first nine games this season. Lost into the background is the fact that the Arizona Diamondbacks have only one less win on the run line than the Rays. They're covering the run line at an incredible 73% win rate this year. Watch those D-backs. They are the team to bet on this year. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the boots. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Earn extra fuel points and save even more at the pump. You can earn four times the fuel points on your grocery purchase this Friday with your digital coupon. Download your coupon on our website. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. 
Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets if your parlay with four legs or more loses by just one leg. Only at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. The home stretch is here, and Memphis Shelby County Schools is kicking off its Miss School, Miss Out attendance campaign. I know it's been a long year, but you can't finish strong if you don't show up. Show up for your friends. Show up to crush the teacap. Show up for lunch. Whatever your reason, Memphis Shelby County Schools wants students to keep up, show up, and finish strong. Because if you miss school, you miss out. Now that you've taken on that big job, you shouldn't have to settle for the big box. You've earned a trip to Northern Tool, and we're ready for the details. We know all about the little things that make the biggest difference. Maybe that's why they call us a problem solver's paradise. From pressure washers to power tools, pallet jacks to push carts, Northern Tool and equipment carries the brands you depend on, like North Star, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Strongway. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. Guys, fellas, men, are you Roman ready for the weekend? Right now, generic Viagra, a.k.a. Sildenafil, is just $4 per dose at Roman. Just complete a free online visit with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. If medication is appropriate, Roman sends what you need in discreet packaging with two-day shipping. Generic Viagra from $4 at Roman. Go to ro.co slash Viagra. Do it today and get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash Viagra. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Risen Kizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZZY to learn more. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming in. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any 
vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at redriverfordtoyota.com. Baseball is back, and the push for the postseason is on for hockey and hoops. Make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show. Live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Dawkins Show. Joined now by Dan Devine on Twitter at your man Devine. Senior writer for Yahoo Sports, senior NBA writer for Yahoo Sports, and co-host of the uh, podcast that's sweeping the nation, No Caprum. Also a man who can now uh, who can now appear on Memphis uh, Sports Talk Radio and uh, talk uh, without fear of, uh, of, of backlash about his vote for <laughs> who was defensive player of the year. Welcome, Dan. And you vote, you, so you've, you actually cast, you, you've cast all of your ballots. When were they due? <sighs> they were due on Monday at 6 p.m. Uh, <laughs> so super cool weekend for your boy. Um, and uh, yeah, it's all, it's done. It's out. I'm on the record. Yeah. Uh, I, I made the, so, uh, you know, mental health decision of logging out of Twitter for about a day and a half or two days <sighs> to kind of let the, let the waves crash on the shore and then recede back to the ocean. Uh, and now we can just, you know, talk about basketball, which will be nice. I can't really understand. Maybe there's a lot I can't understand. I can't understand being outraged uh, about someone's well thought out, whatever they decide, um, or honestly, even badly thought out. I wouldn't really like be that outraged about it. Among the things that are certainly in Tennessee to be outraged about recently, it wouldn't be high on my list to reach out to pummel you for your uh, vote. But anyway, you decided on, uh, you did cast your Defensive Player of the Year vote for Jaron Jackson Jr. Why? He was the best defensive player I saw this year. I, I mean, I, 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 so this is, this is one of those things where uh, there are lots of ways to, to do this. And, and I, my, like, I'm a homework kid at heart, and like, that was where I, you know, like, the way I come at this is like, oh, if I'm going to make a case, I better be able to back it up, right? And, right. So the result of that is like, you know, you go through a whole bunch of numbers and you go back over film and you look at things that you read and that other people wrote and things, you know, that you, like conversations you had and all that kind of stuff. You try to contextualize sort of an omnivorous uh, approach. And, um, but a lot, a lot of times that kind of, a lot of it leads you back to kind of the, 
you wind up having to just sort of make a gut, a gut decision at the end of all of that. Like, the end of all of that results in the statistics, a lot of the advanced statistics suggest that Jaron Jackson Jr. is the most impactful defender in the league when he's on the floor. Uh, that also lines up with, you know, blocks per game and block percentage and things like that. Uh, you know, number of stocks, steals plus blocks, those sort of like regular counting stats, and then also advanced things and rim protection numbers and stuff like that. And you get to a point where you're like, well, is that A plus in – whatever, 1,600 or 1,700 minutes more valuable than A or A- minus from, say, somebody like Brooke Lopez or Evan Mobley or, you know, whatever, uh, in 2,300 minutes or 2,700 minutes. And for me, I, just, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's enough. It's, it is, he is the foundational thing about a defense that when he, from when he got back has been the best defense in the NBA. And I didn't – no defender that I watched this season that I feel like that guy is making a bigger impact play-to-play than Jaron Jackson Jr. So that, like, you go through all the whole process and you kind of get back to – at a certain point, you just got to make the decision based on what you actually think. And then you say what you think and people will like it or not like it, but at least you said the thing that you think. And what I thought was I didn't see anybody play defense better than that guy this year. It's an interesting question because you, you parse all these numbers, but in the end, that, that decision – how much availability, how many minutes of A-plus outweigh – there's no, there's no analytical formula for that. That, yeah. that, uh, that, that you just decide. I think, and that, yeah. and that's, I'm coming around to that more. So this is, I think, the fourth year I've had one of the real votes and where I've, had, I've gone through the exercise. And I think I've, there's like a, a, an ebb and flow to the process where like, I think because you're – or I, should, I, should, I statements, not everybody else. Because I, I want to make sure I'm being like as res- thoughtful and responsible as I can with this, because I know it matters a lot. A just to people's careers and their legacies, and also to their their bottom line, like their contracts have it, escalators and incentives and these things. Which I don't love that that's true, but I can't control that. All I can control is try to make the most thoughtful decisions I can make and support them the best I can. I was like, I would, I would lean exceptionally hard on the numbers and be like, I, I want this to give me an answer. Like, I want this to spit out a, right. like a, a definitive conclusion that no one can argue uh, with. And I think one of the bigger things that's sort of come to a head in the last couple of years in this discussion, especially, and like Nicole Jokic has kind of been the avatar for it, is like, well, all right, do you, have we reached a point where 15 different num- alphabet soup numbers say one thing, so you have to say that that's the thing because all the numbers say the same thing. Or at what point do you have to say, well, that, that is one input and data point in my own, like, and then it filters through the lens of how I view the game and what I value and what I think is important in a lot of other areas. And that's the trickier part, and that's the part that can get, uh, uh, you know, diff- everybody's got a different lens on that stuff. But that's also why I think there's 100-something voters and they try to change them up, change them out, pretty regularly and get different perspectives in because uh, you want to have different lenses on that stuff. And in this case, I think, you know, there, there are certainly voters who are going to say Brooke Lopez is, you know, more sort of stable and greater availability or Evan Mobley's greater versatility or Draymond Green being, you know, yeah, the Warriors weren't a top 10 defense, but they were basically the best defense in the league when he was on the court. There's a lot of different ways to skin the cat and, and a lot of sort of defensible answers, but this is the one that I felt best about. I don't know whether you pay attention to as the other ballots are, you know, people are revealing their ballots. <clears throat> it appears that Jaron's going to win. Do you think he's going to win? 
It's, I mean, the, the ones that I, or many of the ones that I've seen, I think most of the ones that I've seen have had him on it, um, at, at the top of it. And, you know, there's also the point structure, right? So I forget what the exact number right. is, like 10, 5, 3, or something like that. But if he's at the top of a lot of them, that's going to be a lot of points. And if he shows up on all the other ones that he's not uh, at the top of, that he's going to get a lot of points there, too. So, yeah, it seems likely. Um, and that would be cool as hell. <laughs> all right. Uh, you also have your all NBA teams and your. Uh, guards are Donovan Mitchell, Shea Gilgis, Alexander on the first team, Steph Curry and De'Aaron Fox on the second, and then Dame Lillard and Drew Holiday on the third team. Uh, I guess Luca was a forward in your. Is that right, or did what did you do with Luca? Yeah, I committed positional fraud on the third team, and I, I, I acknowledged it as such in the in the uh, in the column. As basically, I got to a point where I'm like, I think I, I just felt like. You know, again, you get to the gut thing. I just felt like Drew Holiday needed to be on a team. He'd been, uh, they missed Middleton for more than half the season. He scored more and assisted more to do it, and while still being, like, the best perimeter defender in the league and a huge reason why they won 58 games. So I was like, that, that feels like, to me, somebody that needs to be there. And this is where I wonder if I am no longer allowed to come on Memphis Radio with my head held right. high. No jaw. No jaw. Yeah. yeah. Well, it well, is interesting. Yeah. Like, I, Zach Lowe didn't have John on there either. And I, I, the, my question there is, do you think he would have made it? Let's say he had missed those games with a sprained ankle. Would mm. it have made any difference? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I, I, like the fact if you miss, you know, eight whatever it was, eight, I think it was eight games total, right? With uh, you know, because you've been forced to go away for conduct detrimental to the league and your team, that. That I think that that factors in. I say that, that at a point where I was like, you. It'd be one thing if he was overwhelmingly better, right, than the other, you know, six or seven or eight or however many guys. Uh, it was like a clear line of demarcation. This has been the best offensive player in the league on like the best team in the league or whatever. But he got a bunch of you know, 18, 18 19 technicals. So several one games. Like that's one thing, but. He was in a sort of cluster of a lot of guys who had either incredible individual statistical cases, better team success, or roughly equivalent team success, or a mix of the two. And that felt kind of like uh, if you're going to be splitting hairs uh, and, and making you know, tiebreakers, uh, you got sent away from the team for flashing a gun on the Internet seemed like a, a reasonable one to at least consider. No, I don't disagree with that. And I think... Um Particularly, yes, if he was emphatically should have been there emphatically because of his basketball play, then I think you say, well, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's, I would have still put him there. But, and I, I have not gone through all the math that you have on all these players, but given, but given that he essentially did it to himself and it's, you're, you're looking for reasons to pick one guy over another, I mean, the way that Zach Lowe said, he said off the floor he threw his team into turmoil. And he did. Like, that has yeah, to I mean, count there, for something, right? It has there, to count, yeah. I think so, especially, I mean, you're in a situation where, and obviously the, the, the there's, you know, we were looking for counterfactuals for how the end of the season would have turned out, and, you know, like Memphis, uh, Denver essentially locked up what it needed to lock up with a month and a half left in the season, so there's that question of maybe if they felt a little more heat on their back, they would have performed differently down the stretch, but, like, it didn't wind up being, like, they, they if you have a full-strength, healthy Grizzlies or as healthy as the team was going to be given the other injuries down the stretch and Jaws there for those final eight to ten games, like, who knows? I mean, who knows? You know, who, you know could, they have, could they have made up some of that gap? Could they have put, it, put it a, a, a 
stiffer con- uh, contest for the one seed, all those sorts of things. So, I mean, it comes out in the wash now. The, the silver lining to all of it is that you got a really good look at Jaron Jackson Jr. in a bigger role and Desmond Bain doing more playmaking, getting back up to speed from where he was before he got injured, the Luke Kennard experience, et cetera. But in the, in the, in the, 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 the case, when you're looking at, at these sort of differentiators for cases for year-end awards, that did feel notable to me in the same way that, like, you know, you know, James Harden forcing his way off a team in the beginning, in the beginning and middle of the season felt like a differentiator for me in the previous years, or things like that. Ky- Kyrie Irving, obviously, the, this season, uh, the way it broke was like, well, we don't necessarily need to consider Kyrie Irving super duper hard for all year end awards because of the meltdown in Dallas. But like, had he been in that situation, it was like, I mean, I, when it was the All Star game, like, okay, well, one guy just got suspended for you know sharing a link to anti-Semitic material and then kind of standing on it, not apologizing for it. Like, well, that's a differentiator a little bit, I think, when you're deciding between two two guys with roughly equivalent resumes. So yeah, sometimes that stuff comes in. It's not the first thing you think about, but you think about it. Uh, how do you see the Lakers Grizzlies series shaping up? Yeah, so I have a. Uh, this is like the first time in a few years that I'm writing some previews. Like I'm, you know, slumming it, writing series previews at Yahoo Sports. But uh, I, I, I wrote one for. Oh, it's Grizzlies. up! I missed it somehow. I'll retweet just, it right uh, now. Uh-huh. No, I, I also had missed it, so I wasn't sure when it was going up, but I think it just went up. It must have just gone up. Um, okay. But uh, Grizzlies Lakers, I picked Grizzlies in six, I believe, uh, in the wee small hours of last night. Uh, I think that. The the idea that I understand the concept that the Lakers are a dangerous seven seed. I, I'm not, you know, I think they are dangerous like for a seven seed. But the last time we had this conversation with the Lakers being like a super tough out in the seven seed was when they went up against the the Suns and then lost that first round series. Now there were injury extenuating circumstances in there, but there's always potential injury extenuating circumstances with LeBron and AD at this stage in their respective careers. Um, I think you're at a point where. Even the, I, I don't know that I believe that this Grizzlies team as, as constituted is like a for, a, real, a for real contender. I think the injuries have harmed them enough that they you know, sort of dropped down a tier in that likelihood. And, and you know, what the second round looks like will go a long way toward determining that. But um, I think they got enough to get past this Lakers team. The, the, the Lakers, the, the way that they struggled to score against Minnesota for large portions of that game and the way that they – are sort of still piecing together and mixing and matching what their what their closing lineups are like. It's a lot of Rui Hachimura, it's a lot of Dennis Schroeder, and it's a lot of. Uh, I think we have to be reasonably concerned about how well that's going to turn out against a much better team. When we when we last talked and we were talking about the Lakers sort of on the come, you had asked you know who guards Ja in that series, and I think. The, the answer has been throughout most of the season. I mean, Schroeder's probably their best yep. bet to do it, like size-wise, quickness-wise. He's been coming off the bench because they like what they've gotten out of the Russell and Reeves backcourt. And if that's the case, I don't really know. I think, I think he'll tear up Russell. I think, he, I think he would give Reeves a really hard time. And I think that if you start juggling things and saying, like, well, let's put Jared Vanderbilt on him or something like that, get some length like the, like the Wolves did last year, um, then you've got to start wondering about how, how do we deal with Jaron Jackson because – Xavier Tillman has been has played pretty well against Anthony Davis too. So that is, it, I think that you start with that, like pl- you know, plugging your finger into different holes in the dam. And I think the Grizzlies' offense that we've seen over the last couple of months here has, is good enough to make that dam burst. This feels like a massive opportunity for Ja, um, given the stage and given the what seems like it should be for him at least some flimsy resistance. You know, a, a real opportunity for him to be fabulous in this series. Last time we played the Lakers, he scored 28 points in a quarter. Um, it feels like a great matchup for him, a great spotlight for him, and a great chance to sort of 
redefine himself or uh, remind people like why they fell in love with him before they started, you know, uh, disparaging his off the field conduct. No. Yeah, I, I think especially because the, of the second kind of big question hanging over the series from Memphis' perspective, which is going to be just how much is Jaron Jackson Jr. on the court and can the Lakers kind of force him off of it? Because uh, obviously the, the Lakers are, they, they hammer the paint. They, you know, what, one of the things like the, the Austin Reeves, uh, you know, folk hero story has its own problems that come with the great white hype component to it and all that stuff. But one of the things that they've been doing a lot with Austin Reeves in the lineup is just driving to the basket. He gets to the paint a lot. They get a lot of fouls. People, you know, conspiracy theorists can argue about whether the Lakers are getting a more favorable whistle. I think sometimes that's true, but also it's because they are constantly hammering the paint right. that they get a lot of calls. And so if you are talking about a team that's constantly hammering the paint and a rim protector, perimeter defender who gets whistled a lot and also has a tendency to sometimes pick up the cheap ones, the reach-ins, the over-the-backs, the, um, you know, moving screens, like he can't do that stuff. The reason that I bring that back to Ja is – we know how important that Jaron is for that for the the Grizzlies on both ends of the floor. But if you don't have him, say you know if he's you know limited by foul trouble or if he's having a rough night because he gets a couple of early ones that takes him out of his rhythm, the thing that the Grizzlies have that the other guys don't is Ja, and that like that that's the situation where if you're in a uh, less than you know and and uh, a less than perfect environment, things are you know, it's not a clean pocket, things don't look exactly the way you want them to look. What do you have that can kind of um, you know make up for that? And overcome it, and it's Ja. And so, uh, if, if if everything goes according to plan, and Jaron is lights out on both ends of the floor, stays on the court, uh, you know, play either outplays or plays AD to a duel, uh, and then you know, Ja gets to be the difference maker, slicing up that perimeter defense. So much the better. If you wind up though where you need something special, like in the moments that special is required, he's got the chance to be that. And if that happens, I think to your point, it uh, you know affords the opportunity for everyone to go like, oh right. That's why, uh, that's why we felt the way we did about him before this. It's why it became such a big deal, like why people had such a visceral reaction to so much of it when it all happened. And, oh, it, it would be nice to see that again and kind of hopefully move back in the right direction. He's Dan Devine. Uh, his preview uh, about the Grizzlies-Lakers series is evidently up. I'll tweet it out here in a moment <laughs> over at Yahoo Sports. And you can listen, of course, to him on his podcast, No Cap Room. Thank you, Dan. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yep. Dan Devine. Uh, Robert Irwin Jewelers is, they've got an extraordinary sale going on. It is their renovation reduction sale. And what that means is up to 60% off of everything. That's right, everything. Up to 60% off of everything. That's Diamond Classics, engagement rings, it's anniversary bands, it's special gifts. So if you have something that occasions a little jewelry, uh, I would get yourself to Robert Irwin Jewelers. And because everything on discount is first come, first serve, um, should get there soon. Don't miss it. Don't miss your chance to get something spectacular up to 60% off. You can learn more at rijewelers.com or join us for their renovation reduction sale happening now at all Robert Irwin locations. As always, no matter what your budget is, Robert Irwin Jewelers has a bigger, brighter name that is perfect for you. When we return, Chris Harrington joins the show. Then we will play Writer Than Right Trivia. Uh, Jeffrey, what are we giving away on Rider Than Ride Trivia? Jeff will be giving away four tickets to go. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.